0: Welcome, everyone. I'm Johnny Christ, and this is the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another Thirsty Thursday episode, where I'm going to be making my call back to this week's guest, Ted Stryker. We had a great episode together, and it was so much fun. Uh, he's a good old friend, as you guys know, and there was a lot to unpack there, a lot more to get into. I just want to follow up with him, see what he's up to tonight. Um, and uh, let's just give him a call and see what's up. Let's just let's get right to it today, All right. Hey, what's up, Ted? How are you? Yeah, I was just going to say, he sounds really quiet right now. <laughs> it's, it's 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 as if it's his first phoner. Like, he's never done a, a, a call in at a radio station before.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Hold on.
0: This is fantastic. I'm already recording. There's, it's too late. It's too late, (laughs) Striker. Do you have the Bluetooth attached to the Roadcaster again? There you are. Hello. There. There we. Wow. Now that sounds like a professional radio DJ. You got the velvet voice going on now. Well, you know, I'm sitting in a chair.
1: I have the phone hooked up through a microphone, and I have headphones on, and it just,
0: this is the way all calls should be. Johnny Christ, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, man, I am doing fucking fantastic. Wait, before we go further, how do you have a microphone hooked up to your cell phone right now? I, I got to ask, because I ha- I've never been able to achieve this.
1: Well, when I was at your place, I could easily set it up for you. So I have this mixer, not that expensive. From Guitar Center, they're not a sponsor or anything. It's a roadcaster. the same so one what I'm you using. Do is, yes. <laughs> There's a Bluetooth situation going on on there. You hook it to your phone, and then you slide up one of the pots, and then somehow, I don't understand the science. I can talk to you in this microphone and hear you in headphones.
0: That is definitely the way that I should be doing it right now. I've just got an eighth-inch cord coming out of my phone, and uh, it's going into the uh, the phone area there so i'm
1: talking to a guy who has recorded all these albums around all this tech <laughs> and you've got some um jc penny or radio shack cord and i've got
0: the nice stuff no 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 we have the same thing i'm just using the rate. okay all right you got me <laughs> <laughs> how you doing tonight brother
1: i'm doing really good i'm excited that uh Drinks with Johnny, with Stryker is out. I'm very nervous, but I'm really pumped to talk to you right now. It's uh, it's night It's like eight o'clock at night. This is good.
0: Yeah, man. No, I I you were you were asking me how the reaction went. I know that uh, you weren't around for the for the premiere, and you also said you don't like listening to yourself um, after uh, on interviews and stuff. So I'll just fill you in. I, I know during the premiere today you had uh, you were on air on 98.7, right?
1: Yes, and so. If I would have promoted people to not listen to the show and go watch the YouTube at that second, I would have been in huge trouble. But I've been doing all social sport <laughs> since I got off the air.
0: That's amazing, though. Like, I didn't even think about that. But that 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 makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I, I imagine Brass over there would be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Right. <laughs> Does Johnny cover your medical? <laughs> no, his podcast doesn't. <laughs> Actually doesn't pay shit. So. <laughs>
1: Man, so I tweeted uh, I don't know within the last hour. It was just so surreal to be able to like be with you, hang out at your place and chat. It's I just feel like a really lucky dude. So thank you.
0: Oh, no, man. I the pleasure is all mine. It was it was an absolute blast reminiscing on some stuff with you. There, there was a couple things that we didn't get to and, you know, we'll we'll probably do a couple more of these, but a, a couple things I wanted to ask you about right off the bat. I, have you ever looked at your own Wikipedia?
1: In my life, the answer is 100% yes, but probably not in four or five years.
0: So there was a couple things that uh, actually our our director and editor brought up after after we did the episode and I sent it to him and he's like, He's like, man, you didn't ask about a couple of things that I wanted to know about. And I was like, where are you getting your information? He said, Wikipedia. I immediately started laughing. I'm like, there's no fucking way any of this is true. But in the interest okay. of, uh, of appeasing one of the guys that, that works on the show here, I just had to ask about a couple of ones if you're okay with that. Go ahead. Of course. Anything. Hit me. Is it true that you were born with a tail? <laughs>
1: Did you ever think in your life you have sold billions of records? You're gonna ask me if I had a tail, Johnny? <laughs> Johnny, the
0: answer is yes. Oh my God, Wikipedia had it right. Yeah, if it's on there, it's on there, man. Did. It's the first. That is the first thing that I've ever, I've ever found out that is actually correct on Wikipedia. So, uh, can you explain this? I mean, I, I, I imagine it's. Uh, it's not as uncommon as I think in my head, and probably more of a, a of a, a, a scientific uh, or medical thing. Like, uh, could you explain right. this a little bit?
1: Now, I don't want to make it seem like you know
0: I'm like a zoo animal
1: that can hang on a tree upside down. For I'm really, I'm really getting,
0: time. I'm getting Jumaji vibes—the uh, one with <laughs> Robin Williams and the kid. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> no, it's just all it is is um, what's the name? The coccyx, I believe, It's just a little bit longer. And so, if I'm sitting down on an airplane, or doing push-ups, or in a chair, wherever if you're just you're sitting, it's like a tail. Yeah, it's a little
0: bit of a tail, man. Wait a minute, did you just say when you're doing push-ups? I don't know how you do sit push-ups. Up. Oh, sit-ups. Sit-ups. Sit up. Up. Sit sorry. Sit-ups. <laughs> sorry. Sorry.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. I mean, okay, that's that's actually very accurate. I'm, I'm really uh, good for uh, Wikipedia for getting something right. Um, the other one that we had to ask about, though, or I, I, I wanted to know about was the uh, uh, one of your handful of quirks, it says here, is that you're able to spell and pronounce people's names backwards on the fly. Oh, my God. Yes, I created my own. That's true. That, oh that my is God. true. Ding,
1: ding. Another one that's true. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So uh, years ago, when I was an, an adult, a friend of mine, we started speaking all words backwards because... Our brains could work like that, but we created rules. So if somebody is named Larry, we would call them Rally. The Y stays on the end. Uh, Jerry would be Reggie. Anderson Nasredna. Johnny would be Naji. Uh, Christ is Tsirk backwards. Uh, Gates would be Tags or Tags. And it's just like Dr Pepper would be Rockcod Repep. Uh, Don Johnson Nod Nasnotch. So like we've got all these words and just ended up. Just how you can recall, like if you speak Spanish or something, I don't have to think of hola, stuff. I just know, hello, how are you? And it's the same with speaking backwards.
0: Wow. That's actually really cool. And <laughs> did you like, <laughs> I'm actually thinking of picturing you and your buddy like annoyingly around other friends, just like talking in this different language. Did that ever happen? Is that a scenario yeah. that happened?
1: Yes. And everyone got really, really annoyed until we got really good at it. And then they wanted to try to do it and learn it, and very few people, if any, could keep up. And you have a band member named Brooks Wackerman, yes. whose name backwards is so good
0: it would be Skurb Naprika. Wow, Skurb actually, Nasrika. Now the the, the, the part kind of sounds like some kind of pepper or spice that you would put into <laughs> like a deviled <laughs> egg or something. It does sound a little bit spicy, right there.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so it's a terrible skill. It's it's unnecessary in life. No one is going to mention this ever to me. Except, I don't know, or maybe they do. I don't know. I, well, from I guess now on they
0: are. They're gonna they're gonna ask you all the time now. This is gonna be a thing now, Striker. It's gonna be. It's 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 a thing.
1: Yeah, it really keeps you. It keeps you on your toes. Um, and again, like some of those words that I rattled off, and, like, just hearing some names, they sound so familiar to other names, so you know them. Like, Anderson and Henderson are the same thing, Nasredna and Nasredna, and everything with the Y. and you just, like, when people start talking, I just start thinking of the words, and then I'm spacing out and just thinking, oh, that's that
0: backwards. Okay, I'm not drunk enough for this yet. I'm only on my first glass of wine of the night, (laughs) so...
1: Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.
0: Let's move on oh, from this. Let's move on from okay. this nonsense. No, it's, yeah. it's great. That's a, I mean, that's, that's a great talent. I mean, it's trivial, but it's great. And I, and I, and I, I, I applaud you for it. Sticking Thank it you out for there. applauding me. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the name Ted Stryker. It also says here that you got the name Ted Stryker from Airplane. Is that true?
1: I don't know where that came from. No, I am Ted I'm Ted Ramon Stryker.
0: That's, that's, what what I I I that's what I thought. That's what I thought too. Ted Ramon Stryker. You, says you took the alias. See ah, see, we got one Dong. We got one that's not true from Wikipedia. We 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 squash that rumor. It says PR here DR striker. Yeah. I, I I always knew you was that. I didn't know you as anything else. But uh yep. interestingly enough, looking at Wikipedia, sometimes you find some shit there, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, how was your day, man? How did the, uh, the show go? Uh, obviously, I was in the uh, premiere chat with uh, everybody, so I wasn't listening to 98.7. How was that? That's okay.
1: Uh, you know, it went uh, pretty well today. Um, yeah, it was fun. You know, I lo- if I don't feel exhausted driving home, I feel like I didn't do a great job. It's this weird thing. Mm. And I'm not that tired
0: tonight, so I'm thinking maybe I stunk today. My partner and I, no. Booker, we stunk on the radio. Who knows? No, you were just saving up. You knew I was going to give you a call tonight. It's okay. You could just say you were saving it up for this phone call. It's okay.
1: Yes, Yeah, I was saving up for this phone call, and I'm still in my like work attire. The, my ears are still warm from wearing headphones all
0: day, so I'm 100% at home right now. That's fantastic. And, and. I, I got to ask the question. How many of these fucking phoners do you think you've done over the years? Because everyone's moved on to the Zooms and everything like that over the last couple of years. But, I mean, I could tell you on, on my side of things, I've been on the phone most of my career doing uh, uh, radio phoners. How many How many have you done?
1: Uh, God, the, the number is probably phone interviews over the years. It's got to be 500 or more. Yeah. But the in-person has got to be...
0: 2,000 or more. Wow, you've really kept, that. that's a good ratio. That's a good ratio.
1: But I think, Johnny, because I live in LA and you're in Southern California as well, so many of the artists live 10 minutes to one hour away. So it's so much better in person. You and I talked about this when I came to your house, like Mm -hmm. doing a Zoom, it's just, we're done with Zooms. Let's do it in person. It's more of a connection.
0: Right. I would agree with you, but I do have to do some of them in Zoom because I can't be everywhere at once. And I, you know, that that is the one thing I will say, the silver lining it is, I could grab people from different places in the world when they're at home and I don't have to wait for them to come through LA or wait till I'm where they are. Yeah. That's the, right. That, but, that's, you know, I still agree. I always end those ones with a, can't wait to do this again with you in person.
1: And that's been <laughs> right. And I'm with you. So there's been a couple folks out there who were like, hey, I'm not going to be in LA for six months. Uh, let's just do a zoom. And I'm like, is there any way we c- I'll be patient and wait six months for you. But for you being in the band, there's DJs all over the country. I mean, you just can't go to every radio station. So how many call-ins do you think you have done to
0: radio hosts in the United States? Like whether they're in Nebraska, Florida, Illinois, or wherever they are. Oh man, that is tough. Cause you got to, during an album cycle, it's obviously a lot higher when a, when a new record or a single is, is being played. You know th- those those tend to be, you know, a couple times a day. So, and you're out on the road yeah, per cycle. How many albums we put out? Seven records. It's got to be, I'd say, closer to seven or eight hundred on the phone ones. Hey, did um, did you guys ever decide?
1: Like, who's going to do what interviews? Is it like you're going to handle 8 to 11 a.m. on the phone? You do,
0: like, how does that work? <laughs> that's a really great question. No one's ever asked that before. Look at you. That's 29 years of, of experience. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I. that's a great question. So I think it kind of shifts a little bit, you know, uh, definitely out on the road. Uh, Shads has to uh, manage his voice, so there's timing constraints on that. Like, if it's too close to the show, he's got... He's got a regiment um, that's, that pretty much lasts most of the day, so he tends to do his uh, interviews and stuff like that either after the show or on days off. But during the days of the show, he really has to rest his voice. I mean, we got two-hour sets every other day. It's, uh, it really puts a strain on his voice, and then everyone has different. And then from there, it's just kind of preference, I feel like. Uh, each of us have our own routine, and whenever that time frame just kind of fits in, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. Or early on, uh, in, when I was in the band, it was the short end of the stick. You get the newspapers and the little stuff and, uh, that would be Johnny <laughs> Christ's job. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, moving on from there, it's just, it's kind of like a routine fit, you know, uh, if one of us is more of an early riser, and there's something that's important that needs to be done earlier in the morning, that that person will take it. I I think that tends to be Zach. Zach's at least on the road tends to be the one of the the guys that's up a oh, little okay. earlier. Um, cool. Myself, I'm just kind of uh, whenever, as long it doesn't, as long as it doesn't get in the way of my pre-show nap on the road. I always have a ritual before right. I start warming up. I take an hour long nap, and oh. uh, and then I start waking up. Start jamming a little bit, getting my getting my face ready, putting on my makeup. Well, I don't wear makeup anymore, but I did when we first started hanging out. I was wearing a lot of makeup, and uh, and you look great, by
1: the way, in makeup. You do, hey,
0: thanks, man. I wish you would say that I look great without makeup, but that that just showed that uh, you're saying I don't look so good anymore, <laughs> and I need no, to put I'm makeup saying, back on.
1: I'm saying if you if you look back at photos and you're like, what? No, you look great, and. I think you're seeing the comments. People are like, holy mackerel. Johnny Christ is handsome.
0: Wow. Yeah, they, they, they do think I'm handsome. I, I guess I pulled the wool over on their eyes. No, you haven't pulled the wool over. I'm surprised. Wait, you started in the band in like '02 or '03, right? Uh, yes. I joined the band at the tail end of '02, and before we went in and wrote uh, Wake in the Fallen in 03.
1: Wow. Man, alive. What All a right. life. What a career. Uh, it's something. You.
0: It's something. I don't know what it is. Speaking of careers, someone was talking in the uh, premiere today. and They found your story extremely interesting because they're not from LA. They're from another place. We, I think, we touched upon this a little bit. I don't remember if it was in the episode or or after. A lot of people aren't going to know that Ted Striker is one of the voices of Southern California, one of the main uh-huh. voices of Southern California. And to me, it's like the biggest thing in the world. And some of these other people, I didn't know his story. It's crazy. This K-Rock, Love Line, uh, Ellen, uh, 98.7, all these things, the, all the people you've talked to, the, the, the career you've had. And to me, I was just like, why don't you guys know this? And they're like, well, I'm not from L.A. And I'm like, oh. Right. <laughs> Right, That's right. an interesting thing right there.
1: Yeah, it is. And um, it, it goes to show a couple of things like, it's uh, I don't even know what I'm saying here, except that yeah, you could be doing really well when it comes to radio and you, you know, you do okay in your city and hopefully you can have some sort of positive impact and influence and all that kind of stuff. And then there's people who are outside are like, wait a minute, who is this guy? What has he done? I sometimes look at... Um, some of my bullet points of my career. I'm like, man, I think I'm the least famous
0: person with
1: a certain amount of accomplishments,
0: which is okay. Well, you know it's so funny though it's not just it's not just you and, and the, uh, it, a lot of it I real I, I came to realize after traveling more, it happens to a lot of bands and artists and musicians too. I mean maybe not so much anymore. and now speaking on that, you having your own podcast and tuna on toast. when does those come out again? Those come out the same day as yours every Tuesday. So I released one today. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And you what time do you have it the same time every time on YouTube? or And does it go to YouTube uh, and uh, the and to everywhere you find your podcast at the same time? Or do you set up a premiere? How, how are you releasing your episodes? Okay,
1: that's a great question. And the quick answer is this. My first maybe 10 episodes, I was like, it's got to be out at this exact time. And the audio presentation on all the platforms has to be here and YouTube there. Now, the second I have it finalized, and maybe this hurts. I don't know if it does or not. The second I have it all done on Monday night, if it's like 11 at night or even 8 at night, I just just post it. I'm
0: like, there it is. It's out there. That's beautiful. I love that. No, it doesn't hurt you. I, everyone tries to find a different schedule for this shit, you know, and it it doesn't matter. People are going to find it when they find it, which is fantastic. And I bring up that point to to say now I think that although uh, we were talking about just Southern California uh, fame, this is going to be a new avenue in, in a lot of respects. I know you've been on the Ellen Show, which was was nationwide and stuff, but in a lot of respects this might showcase – your ability as an interviewer, as a podcaster on a more global scale, right? I mean, that, that stuff just streams and goes worldwide right away.
1: Right, man. Thank you for saying that. That was my goal going into this is if I can do on the podcast what I've been doing locally and every now and then on something nationally like an MTV thing or two lines in a movie, but that's so minor. But to showcase my skills and have somebody from Indonesia – or Boise, Idaho, all of a sudden be like, whoa, this guy's all right right here. That's that's the goal. And I feel like because of the podcast, and I don't know if you feel the same, like I've got this whole new audience of people who are just, who think similar to me. We have similar tastes. We like a majority of the same things. And it's like a connection has been made. And I think that's such an important part of when it comes to broadcasting and music, whatever is connecting with people.
0: Oh yeah, and I think you've you've been one of the greatest uh, I've ever heard do it um, on growing up on the local scale. So it's it's only to me it's only going to be showcased more and more as people start to learn more about tuna on toast. I mean, uh, everyone just go check that out because you got to see all the names that he's already had on the show and so many more that I know you got coming and uh, a lot of them being friends over the years and some new people that you haven't met. Right? Right. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Yep. The first. I don't know, eight ten 10 episodes. It was like, okay, these are some go-tos that hopefully will say yes. And now it's just becoming a revolving door where the artists are reaching out on Instagram or management is sending me an email. And it's fun meeting some artists that I've never met before of all ages. And, um, whether they've been around for two years or 25 or 30 years, even
0: wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed
1: and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Fuck.
0: Are, are you gonna eventually have to cut people off though? I mean, are you gonna get, be? Get, are you gonna get those emails where you're like, you know, I'm just not vibing with this uh, music. I'm not vibing with this artist or what they're doing. I'm gonna have to say no. Or are you just gonna all comers?
1: Well, <laughs> my fantasy land would be to have people here four days a week or five days a week. Honestly, of wow. all formats, and like just work around. But it's it's a, a lot of work. That's so a lot of work. It man. is. Yes, especially since I mean, it's I'm basically doing this all everything, and it's just to put up a dumb podcast takes such a long time, Johnny, you know.
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's super easy and and it doesn't take weeks or anything like that to put it together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it takes and then you put it up and it's like, ah, uh, the first day you start looking, it's like looking at the charts with your song, and I'm like, oh man. What the hell is going on? How come no one's watched this? And then I realized, you know what? This thing's going to live forever. If you did a good job, someone in five years is going to see it for the first time and have just as much joy as someone that watched it hour three.
0: You know, you just touched upon uh, that. That is such a serious and wonderful note that you touched upon that I have grown to love about this podcasting thing that we've uh, stumbled into from different lives, but come to the same, same kind of thing is that living in, in history or infamy or whatever you want to call it, uh, these episodes, these conversations, some of them with, with your friends from, you know, back in the day, like whether, whether they're famous or not or whatever, like it's like having a home video or something to pass on. Like now that I have a son, it's like one day he's going to be able to listen to this shit when I'm long gone and be in and, and my right. grandchildren, you know, if I'm lucky enough to have them, you know, like that's it's just going to be there for forever. And that's just such a, you know, I've had it in music, right? But that's not yeah. me just having a conversation. That's that's hearing my bass playing, you know. That's hearing what me and the boys have collectively put together. That's not just me sitting down and having a conversation with somebody. And I think that that is a different kind of, I don't know, home video-esque almost kind of thing. I don't yeah. know if you could put it in a different way.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think when I'm just looking at my stuff, which is I started this in October, what I am loving looking back is like, oh, yeah, look what the lighting was like that day here. Look what I look what shoes I was wearing. Look at the conversation. What kind of haircut that I have? Right. I can't yeah. believe that this particular artist, Tom Morello or Kay Flay or Fat Mike or Incubus, whoever, look at this convert. I didn't even rem- I would have never remembered any of this information. And look how happy we are in this. I totally agree with like
0: it's almost home home movies esque. Right, I mean, it's like it's like pulling up a photo album or something like that, and being able to see that and be, a, you, you know, I think we talked uh, on the episode about this. Like, I was asking you questions about some moments in your in your career, and it's hard to remember the specifics. Like, you were able to remember some of the bigger ones, of course, and not. not I don't mean yeah. bigger in uh, who the artist was or anything like that, but the moments in your career that you know, for everybody, they have that their job, they have whatever it is in their life that you're going to remember those ones a little bit more vividly. But some of the other stuff just kind of goes by the wayside, not not in a bad way. It's just like kind of, well, I've done a bunch of these, and, you know, I still remember having a good time, but I couldn't tell you what the fuck we talked about, you know?
1: Totally. And I told you, I think, in the episode, like, it meant so much when I played you guys on the radio that first time here in Southern California. Like, I remembered what the weather was like that day. But I wouldn't have remembered until you started, like, you got into my brain when you're talking about driving, I think, from the bank with your girlfriend at the time. Right. And you're like, wait a minute, is this our CD or what's going And then it took me back to that 10 minutes before I played your song and then leading up to the back cell. I just remember it so vividly. But that's I don't so remember right. every word. I just remember the feeling. Now we get the words and the feeling.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's just, uh, just to touch upon that again real quick. That's, that's just so... Uh i don't know what i know that there's a word for it and i'm not very good at vocabulary so uh <laughs> but it's just uh it, it's so uh i guess serendipitous is, is, is a way to describe yeah. it that you remember that vividly your way and i remember vividly my way and our paths end up crossing that way for and here we are how many years later uh sharing another conversation and recording it you know it's fucking awesome
1: it is, and if you think about how much time has gone since the first time we met, and I, as we said on the podcast, like we have never really hung out outside of maybe like a party here or a party there, but now like I want to go just play golf with you and not have a nighttime activity. I, right. or, and and uh, if you think about how many years from today, if you if you add up how many years when we met until today, and then do that same amount of time, like I'm going to be on social security at that age, like. <laughs> we got to make use of
0: this time that we have here. That's a fucking, I mean, that that's a fair point. I mean, it, like we said, we hung out numerous times in a party setting, group setting. That was the first time where it was just more one-on-one. And uh, as, as we're talking right now, where it's more one-on-one and it, it's, it's a real rad hang. It's always been a great hang with you, Striker. And uh, I appreciate your time again, once again tonight. It's so rad. Everyone go check out Tuna on Toast. Check out Morris Stryker. Go watch Grandma's Boy. He's got a great (laughs) role. It's fucking incredible. And
1: email email Ellen DeGeneres and tell her to have me on one of the final episodes before she wraps up that talk show.
0: Yes, and tell her (laughs) to take you out for a drink or something, man, like after the friendship that you guys had on that chemistry. I thought
1: we were best friends, Johnny. I know we talk about that. Thank
0: you for everything. Thank you for having me on your show, and I uh, can't
1: wait to see you in person again.
0: Oh, there was one last thing someone mentioned in, in the in the uh, in, in, in the comments that I, that I wanted to, to, to yeah to to address. They think it's they think it's like common now, so we're, we're gonna do like trading cards with the artists that have been on my show and the artists that have been on your show. We're gonna we're gonna exchange. And because he's like, "Oh, does that mean everyone that's been on Tune on Toast is going to be on your show now, and vice versa?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know. I got to bring it up to I got to bring it up to Ted and see what he says because I don't know if we play cards like that."
1: Wait, so does that you mean the guests that have been here go on your show as well? Of course. Yes, exactly.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. It's like it's like trading cards, man. <laughs> hey. I, I've, I've got a, I've got a, uh, I've got a Jay Bentley over here. Can you, can you uh, share me that Tom Morello, and then we'll trade, like you know, like let's do yeah. that.
1: Yes, I've got a Tom Morello for Jay Bentley. That would be, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so good, man. Oh my god. All right, brother. Let's stay in touch, and uh, we'll, we'll get that golf game going real soon.
1: Okay, that sounds good, Johnny Christ. Have a great night, man. I'll see you soon.
0: Absolutely. Thanks a lot, brother. Late. Okay. All right. Bye. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of our Thirsty Thursday Callback with Ted Stryker. Thanks for tuning in to this one. It's always fun to catch back up with these guys because as we talked about right here on the podcast, we film these episodes two, three weeks in advance usually, get the video together, get the audio, do all the clips, make it look nice and pretty for you guys. And then by that time, a lot of times you kind of forget what you talked about until you release the episode. And that's why it's been so fun this season to go back and do that Hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. And uh, I guess that's it. So until Monday, as always. Cheers.
1: and listen to something about the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, in off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.